Welcome back to Mystic Maidens. <laughs> I'm Lena. I'm Jordan. I'm Adalia. And this is a podcast where we read our fantasy smut books and we discuss. Mm-hmm. And uh, spoiler warning. Yes, spoiler war- warning. Oh my God. We're going to be talking about everything in A Court of Frost and Starlight, which is the novella after the, it's not a trilogy, but after the third a Court of Thorns and Roses book. And I'm going to read the sum- or synopsis real quick. Yeah, I love how you emphasis on the novella. Well, it's small. <laughs> yeah, it is. I guess it, it is, is a novella. novella. Yes. It is. I, di- I didn't even read it. It was so small. Insane. <laughs> Literally insane. Yeah, Jordan has not read this book. You have some balls. I watched a few summary videos, and I think that will be enough. Anyway. <laughs> They're going to carry the team today. So the synopsis is Farah, Rhysan, and their friends are still busy rebuilding the Night Court and the vastly altered world beyond, recovering from the war that changed everything. But winter solstice is finally approaching, and with it, the joy of a hard-earned reprieve. Yet even the festive atmosphere can't keep the shadows of the past from looming as Farah navigates her first winter solstice's high lady. Her concern for those dearest to her, to her deepens. They have more wounds than she anticipated. Scars that will have a far-reaching impact on the future of their court. So, yeah. Okay, so the beginning of this book starts out with... Um, it's obviously winter in the night court. This book is very much like... I feel like it's like Christmas-themed almost. It like is it's Christmas them, like, vibes. Just kind of experiencing Christmas in the, in the winter court. So it starts with Farah waking up. Um, there's like snow falling outside and it's all wintry and whatever. But um, Rysand isn't there. He's off. Or she's like tries to reach him through like their bond and she can't. And so she kind of assumes he's just off like um, meeting with the war people. Because, you know, like in the last book, there was that huge destructive war that now the night court's trying to like kind of rebuild and maintain allies with the other courts so there's a lot of like i feel like there's a lot of politics happening you know yep Farrah's <laughs> reflecting on how rich how filthy rich they are and how poor mm-hmm. poor and sad everybody else is really. <laughs> <laughs> is she really she is she's like i'm so i'm so rich it like refers back to how rich they are several times and she's like I can't believe I have a salary. It's crazy. All I ever buy is what I need and nothing else because I'm so humble. I hate that. Yeah, no, yeah. the whole, that's why I didn't read the book. Honestly, guys, I read the summary. I watched some videos. I even read the first part and I agree. Fair is amazing. Love her. But she's so, it's just like so in your face how humble and how good of a person she is. I was like, okay, boring. Um, anyway, she's really, she's worried about the, the, the fallout from the war there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that have been displaced a lot of people's partners got killed in the war or lost limbs or their houses got destroyed it literally says that i'm pretty sure because like it it says that when they go to the um because the next part of the book or this part is you know farah reflecting on how bad everybody's got it except her and she's like i'm gonna volunteer it actually refers back to how how much she she volunteers that the volunteer people are literally like 
you need to go home. You're here way too often. Oh, yeah. Because she's such a saint. So she's there every day, every waking moment of her life. It cuts to Reese. He is dealing with a dispute between Cassian and Devlon about allowing the female Illyrians in the war camp to train because traditionally, you know, the women stay home and get ready for the holiday and they gotta (laughs) clean and cook and shit. And Cassian and Rhysand, they are feminists. So they are like, no, the girlies want to train. They're going to train. And the boys can help cook and clean. Some people literally think that Reese put them on specific parts of the battlefield to die as like to get back at them because what was he bullied or something? Yeah, I guess. Or he was like treated him and Cassian and. I do not remember this. I don't remember this really either, but I remember there being like a snippet of like conspiracy happening. Yeah. And basically Reese is trying to smooth things over because obviously that's not a very good look if if the people think that. He literally was like sending people to go and die to like get back at them. So he's smoothing things out with that. And then it goes oh. back to Farah going in the art gallery. Wait, is that the part where because Nesta like called Cassian's name and he like left? You remember in the war? Was that this weren't weren't Illyrians like judging Cassian for that? Mm. I'm sure they were. I think that I was no part idea. of that. All I know. Yeah, I bet you haven't even. Why I was going to say <laughs> I wouldn't know. This is based this off bitch my knowledge. From I don't. Yeah, get I out of here, Joe. I don't remember that. I don't know. I remember. I don't know. I don't. Well, maybe it was just like Cassian's own internal monologue, but I remember him being like, "What the fuck? Like, I survived, and all those Illyrian warriors died because, like, whatever." And I think people were also like giving. Well, not people. Like other. Illyrian warriors were like giving kind of like shade towards that. Mm. I think that was also tied in. Like they purposely put them in specific places so that there was like some conspiracy around mm. that. It, like fueled a lot of uh, like, conspiracy because Illyrians are kind of like they're kind of like dicks. They're like sexist dicks. Yeah, they are sexist dicks. They so. are agreed. So yeah, back in Valeris, Farah is walking through the rainbow, both searching for gifts for her friends and family. This is so like a uh, Hallmark movie go to. Oh yeah, I <laughs> know. It's it so really funny. Was. Like she's just doing her Christmas shopping. Uh, she's looking at the damage wrought from the battle, while looking at destroyed building. A fairy named Racina tells Farah that the family that lived in the house was able to escape. She tells Farah that the people. I'm thankful to her since they all remember her saving a great number of them during the war. So this is, I totally forgot, this is when she gets her little art gallery. Mm. Right? This is where, I, I actually did read this part, guys. It's the, the that Faye basically tells um, Farah that there's like a, there's a, there's a business for sale or like an yeah. empty building for sale. Mm-hmm. And she hasn't done anything about it yet. But then Racina is also like, Oh, you know, we you can come paint with us. Oh my god, and there's the cringiest quote in this part of the book. It's literally like Fair's like, what do you paint? And Racina's like, things that need to be told or something like that. Something <laughs> oh, really no, cringy. Things that need to be painted. No, literally, like a story that needs to be told is basically what she said. Fair was, was like, like yeah. girl. Yeah, she's like eat that up. <laughs> yeah, she really that did is, eat that up. Yeah, Farah, that is exactly because Farah is it in this book. When she's all like painting like everyone and then she puts them in a house. Yeah, that's a book. Oh yeah. What sorts of things do you paint? 
the things that need telling. Wow. Ew. That's so deep. That's horrible. Yeah. This book is full of terrible quotes like that. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like, honestly, like, I don't know if, like, Sarah J. Mass was trying to go for, like, a different, like, style of writing, but it genuinely felt like someone else wrote this book. It's so, it's really far removed. It is, and it, it, it's so, like, I think she was trying. It's so short, but yet it feels so long. I know. I think she was trying to give them, like, very, like, humanistic, like, perspectives. Like, them just doing things, like, very normally. Yeah, like, regular things. Yeah. Yeah. This series takes a turn at this book for me because it goes from the book that is, you know, fantasy with a little, with romance on the side and there's actually like a conflict and like a, a strong plot to once the, you know, once the war's over, now there's not really a conflict. And so the plot yeah. kind of gets a little like she has to start looking at interpersonal relationships instead of like a war going on. Yeah. And it just doesn't it's weird because they're still like they're fae and there's magic and it's a magical world. But then it's, it is like Hallmark coded. It is like mm-hmm. a very tame boring story comparatively to the previous three books that are way more like fantasy based i think we're we're coming off of a book that was so intense oh yeah like literally like it pretty much ended with fucking like like cassian declaring his love for nesta and then it was just like people were dying their father died like so much was fucking happening and then it's definitely a weird switch to go to this book I feel like so much of this book was them being like, I don't know, what presents do I buy? I know. Like, uh, like when, I think it was right after this, when, yeah, when Farah mm-hmm. and Moore literally spend, like, so long just talking about what they're going to buy for Amran for Christmas. No, I know. I'm like, what? Like, we don't care What's really, going honestly. on? I know. What's going on? This is also another opportunity for them to bring up how filthy rich they are because... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moore literally goes up to Farah, who's looking at this like giant crystal or something, and she's like, "You know, we could buy a whole bathtub of those, and it wouldn't even make a dent in the in the funds." And it's like the re- the whole the whole rest of the country is like in- <laughs> impoverished, and Moore's like war torn, <laughs> yeah, war torn, impoverished, and Moore's like, "You know, we're filthy rich, and you could buy everything." Yeah, just like, like what about the mortal lands, like where Farah came from? Like all those people in the village are just like starving now. Yeah, give and back to the community. Like, she's like, I'm, I'm different now. I'm I different. Care. I don't care. She really doesn't those care. Those people can but, suck dick. But Farrah's also like, <laughs> she's, like no, I she's said, dick. she's like, I would never buy anything extra. All I buy is the things I need, and that's yep. it. Because she's so I humble. Know. Again, going she's back so to she's so humble and perfect, Virgin Mary. Mm-hmm. Yep. So then, uh, eventually, Moore informs Farrah that they, along along with Rice. That they will be visiting Hewn City as part of a tradition to meet with them around every solstice. Oh, yeah. And that's when Moore's father yep. is there. And so Moore's like... As well as Eris. Oh, Eris. I feel like at this point, we kind of got a glimpse. Not necessarily in this book a lot, but like, I feel like there was like seeds like into this different perspective of Eris's character. Yeah. Some foreshadowing yes. on what that was exactly the word I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, like a little glimpse of like, hmm, who is this who is this character and why is he here? What's his deal? Yep. Eris then brings up Tamlin since his court that 
Eris then brings up Tamlin since his is the court that borders the mortal lands. Any court wishing to grow would have to ask him for permission. The trio is suspicious about whether Tamlin is going to want or ga- want to gain more territory. This is not making sense. Everybody ha- Wait, what? Yeah, what? So everybody wants we're to- We're all on the Court of Thorns and Roses wiki right now. <laughs> yeah, literally, we're confused. <laughs> Eris is discussing gaining more territory for the Autumn Court. So if they took- can we pull up a map if somebody if the autumn court took more territory it would be going into it would be going into another court's territory well the the spring court is the one that borders the mortal lands yeah but the autumn court to gain more territory territory? it would literally have to go into the spring court so they would they just want to they just want to take over the spring yeah i'm like guys we just had a giant war can we be peaceful for a second don't they want to overthrow tamlin a bit you know what I mean? Well, Tamlin is Tamlin still in his beast form Dude, now? I think Tamlin is still just ro- Vera! <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> running around like fucking... Yeah. Yeah. He's distraught. <laughs> okay. Man says nothing still. So we don't know about what that was about. Yeah, fuck that It's part. very... It's giving <laughs> reminiscence of... We say... We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the part about Azrael. Let's get to this. Oh, yeah. Okay. Rice's spymaster Azrael tells him off the t- tells. This is so poorly written. Who's writing these wiki pages? Wow, one one episode we shout out the wiki page. Another yeah, episode we're sorry, like fuck the, the wiki, wiki page. page. I'm sorry, but it's like not written well. No, I see. Okay, basically saying that yeah, Azrael is there's there's something brewing in talking that about something. Yeah, something's happening. Something what sinister. you were saying. Yeah, and I I feel like it. Yeah, it kind of is like continuing with like. The conspiracy and the Illyrian warriors are like mad and they're unsatisfied and they feel like the camp is too small and like everything's cramped and they're just like they're brewing up trouble about pretty much everything that they can think of. They're they're in unrest. They're just trying to they're they want to rebel. I feel like yes, they want a rebellion. It's very Um, hard games. And then Rice is all worried about it because he's like, you know, the leader, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, the the president, (laughs) the people who actually feel. Like unsatisfied in each camp is small, but this is still a right. Cause it's of still worry. it's still like enough for mm-hmm. Rice to be like, hmm. Yep. And then Rice then travels to the Spring Court to find it completely abandoned, other than Tamlin. When <laughs> that's so funny, Tamlin that is so funny just sitting so... there. I imagine him sitting there. Okay, like have you guys seen that picture of like the um like the single guy like house oh, apartment yeah, the TV. and it's just the tv and a lawn it's chair. just the lazy boy and there's literally <laughs> nothing else in the entire fucking apartment yeah that is that's how tamlin I, that's how i imagine tamlin sitting in the that's lazy a dog boy, bed like yeah literally only being illuminated by the light of the tv ew and his beast form <laughs> ew. <laughs> ew i know ew. and so his beast form gross. i know and he's like He's like, bear up! He's like roaring. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, like kind of the ick a little bit. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Okay. When asked, he hasn't been properly guarding his borders. Tamlin says he has no army with which to defend it. Rice offers to supply him with some men, but Tamlin refuses to have those brutes on his land. This angers Rice, who then says Tamlin deserves everything that he has come to him. And I have this quote pulled up. Okay, hold on. It's <laughs> yeah. kind of, This is like crazy to me that Rice was like willing to do this for Tamlin. 
it, I don't even feel like it was for Tamlin necessarily. He's like, get your shit together because your unprotected borders is fucking will, up. Yeah, will fuck with us eventually. I know, but still, you know? like you think that Rice's character is very much like Feyre, nothing else. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, first of all, what are the humans gonna do? With the the unarmed border, like, are they worried about people getting through? Is it is it still like those like weird monsters that like I don't know. Remember in the beginning, like in yeah, the first yeah, book, yeah. they get like attacked by those monsters. Were those amaranthas monsters? They were amaranthas monsters. They were. They weren't just like random forest creatures. I don't think so. I think no, yeah, because they were amaranthas crew. But um, I was watching a YouTube video about this, and it she pointed out something funny. That they kind of like forgive Tamlin at the end of the last book, and they're like, you know, he gives his little seed to Reese, and you know, which brings Reese back to life. And then, then they go to Tamlin's house to just fucking dog on him right before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these, and you're alone for Christmas. No, literally, bitch. these quotes are so funny. Loser. It's literally like you brought every bit of this upon yourself. And then Tamlin's like, you won, basically. You got your mate. Is that not enough? No. You nearly destroyed her in every way possible. Okay, slow. She survived it, though. Survived you. And you, and you still felt the need to humiliate... Hum- oh, my God. I can't talk. Humiliate her. Belittle her. If you meant to win her back, old friend, that wasn't the widest... Wi- wisest route. Jeez, I can't talk today. Sorry, guys. And he says, get out. And she, he continues, you deserve everything that has befallen you. You deserve this pathetic empty house, your ravaged lands. I don't care if you offered this kernel of life to save me. I don't care if you still love my mate. I don't care that you saved her from Highburn or a thousand enemies before that. I hope you live the rest of your miserable life alone here. It's a far more satisfying end than slaughtering you. Dude, does Tamlin deserve this? He went hard. He said no survivors. I I revoke my last statement. I revoke my last statement. He he went crazy on Tamlin. He went crazy in Tamlin? Okay, like, Tamlin's not the best character. I know we, like, widely dislike Tamlin, but does he deserve to be roasted like this? Like, he had his redemption arc. He, he has went... nothing left. No, I know. I know. He literally is, like, literally the only person in his entire court. He is, <laughs> it is so Christmas time. Sad. He's just laying on his dog bed, Aww. and Rhysand comes in and is like, you're a pathetic loser. <laughs> Don't you just like fucking spits on him and yeah. leaves? <laughs> it's so fucked up. And Tamlin's just like Tamlin's leave. already down. Tamlin's just like yeah, leave. Tamlin's already done bad. And he's like, no. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna fucking dog on you even yeah. more. And he also says he doesn't care that Tamlin saved Farah, which is interesting. He also says that he does not care that Tamlin saved him. Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. I, uh, Bold, I, I feel even. like he Ryzen's like it like you're still a piece of shit despite that kind of thing. Yeah. It's it's weird. I don't know. That I feel like that crazy. was kind of like, like, Rysan, like, you're smarter than this. Like, what are you gaining here? I know. He's, like, obviously a broken man beast, Faye. Yeah. Like, so true. you're not going to get anything by, <laughs> like, just kicking him when he's down. I know. It's just really funny, that I think. That is so it's, funny. He just dogged on him for no reason. That was a crazy, that was, like, a... A diss track. Yeah, it was. And I sent Christmas time, like, tis the season to be kind to others. To be jolly. <laughs> to be jolly. 
to be joyful, you know? Give Tamlin Lots a Tamlin. break. I know. Roast him in January. Yeah, so <laughs> so Rice then tells Farrah everything that happened and and how he has disappointed himself. So Rice was having some internal battle from that. Well, because he, he was like, uh, like, you know, I went over there to like, like, make amends a bit make him, and i kind of like just <laughs> shit went, on him and then I so love, at least he's like self-aware a little bit like and then favor's like oh it's okay babe like, i know i love this line <laughs> Farrah says it's okay to have slip-ups so, so does Farrah know how bad he went crazy no <laughs> Farrah will probably do the same thing yeah literally they would go over there together and spit on tamlin and then both leave i know sure. i think Farrah is actually too much of a humble saint to do that i think she would be like she'd be like oh it's not morally correct yes exactly yeah, and then once again, they're fucking buying presents. I know Rysen's this like, line oh is God, so crazy. I, I haven't gotten Farah present or for Christmas or her birthday since it's the same day. This is like yeah, they're forgot like, her birthday. Oh my the same god! I need to go do domestic things, and he runs out and gets his little present and his little husband present. There's so much present drama. There's so like, much. I remember down. being like, "Holy! Fuck. They don't got Black Friday here. Holy fuck! <laughs> <laughs> they don't got <laughs> like I feel like." They were so damn stressed out about the and presents. Again, <laughs> the war-torn country. And they're like yeah. <laughs> looking away from the they're people like, in the, the streets. They're like, well, I don't care that you're poor. I got to get myself a present. And I you know, know what's like so weird? It's like after 500 years, you're still every single year. Do they do this every year? They mentioned every it. Every single fucking year for 500 fucking years. More they literally. They buy each other presents and they don't ever know what to get. Just stop. More. I know. Well, I mean, Mutual like, stop the after presents. After 500 I'm done. years, like what else? Do there's they, no like, more there's presents nothing. to be given. I know. You've given everything ever that's ever existed. I know. I forgot Farrah's birthday was Christmas. It's weird. Or it's the winter. It's, it's the very, winter like, solstice. Jesus of her, right? <laughs> it's guys, it's not actually Christmas. It's the... I know, well, but... You're right. That's it, it, this world crazy. is Christmas. You're right. It is solstice. Christmas. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Because they're giving presents. So Cassian arrives at the townhouse to help Farah put up decorations. Eventually, everyone else arrives. Farah goes into the kitchen to help Elaine prepare the bread. Of course, fucking Elaine's making bread. <laughs> what else is she good for? When Farah asks Elaine, Nesta will be coming tonight, Elaine says Nesta doesn't want to come to anything ever. <laughs> so this <laughs> ever. is. Yeah. So <laughs> this is when. Fucking, this is Nesta's villain origin. She's already had one, but this is when she becomes like aloof and fucking like a little, what's it called? A recluse. A recluse. Yeah. A drunk recluse. You know, though, after reading this and like doing some self, not self reflection, but just doing some reflection. (laughs) Self reflection. Leave (laughs) Nesta alone. God damn. She literally just saw her dad murdered in front of her. She just, you know, this is only a so few months after the war. Nessa. Yes, I told you I've done some reflection. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's going to bite me. <laughs> okay, after doing some reflection in the like the spectrum of their life, like they're so old, this has only been a couple months. Yeah. And everybody's like, Nesta, what the fuck are you so upset about? Just because your it. dad got murdered and there was a war and you got forced you. to be. Yeah, literally. A war. And you also almost lost the man that you love. And also, like, you have been thrown into a brand new body and it's been two months, bitch. Get over it. Like, yeah, it, it's like, it's, leave her alone. Leave her alone. Give her if five she, years. If she wants to just be a depressed, 
sack of shit. Let her be a depressed sack of shit. Yeah, it's sometimes actually, it's what you need. It's so annoying. Everybody's like, Ugh, it's so annoying that Nesta doesn't want to be in the holiday spirit. Like, I'm a Nesta apologist. I am becoming one actually. Oh, like I'm so proud. reflecting now, as I said, I'm reflecting I'm back. So like it's kind of crazy that they expect her to be okay so you after feel like, like about two months. Flames? Uh, we will talk about silver flames. We have much to discuss. Silver flames is happening. <laughs> when that's silver flames is happening. Episode. It will be. This okay, is gonna be a okay, short okay. one. That's the next one we'll make up for. I it. know. Okay, so everyone sits down for dinner and has a good time when Elaine asks Amrin, Armin Hammer, about her new body. <laughs> Amryn wonders why Elaine would be asking about this and says that Elaine cannot return to being a human no matter how much she may wish it. After an awkward pause, Azrael defends Elaine. The general good mood resumes. I feel like in this book, the Azrael Elaine stuff yes. was really like... It was, I ooh, guess. Like, it was going crazy. And I know... Tension. We have much to discuss about that later. We have so much to discuss. I mean, can we talk about it after this, though? Because then... Well, okay. Well, Isn't it the end of this? Was it this book or this the book? Silver Flames? Mm, Let's talk about it in Silver through. Flames because there's another character that comes into Silver okay. Flames that okay. is relevant to this discussion. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just want to make a side note that because it's Farrah's birthday and um, basically Reese is talking to Cassian being like, she's only 21, 21 Cassian. Cassian's literally like, your mother was 18 to your father's 900. No. Oh, God. 18 and 900. Why'd they wow. add that in? Oh, <laughs> they add on the next line, whoop, whoop, and she was miserable. Out of the police. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this book needs to be burnt. This this book needs to go up in silver flames because. Stop. <laughs> oh, my God. Jordan. <laughs> well, there's the, there's the weird, like, there's the weird talk about age. And then there's the weird the baby, the baby quote. Oh, and then there's the yeah. weird. There's Sergio just like Mass was just like writing fucking blind. I feel like she was I know. You know word what? Vomit. She she got her newborn baby because I read the acknowledgments and she was like gave birth like right after this book something. We can blame I bet the you should have a newborn baby write the book. That's disturbing. She wait. She made her newborn baby <laughs> write the book. <laughs> That's what it fucking feels like. What? Oh <laughs> I was, what go- I was like. going more for the route, like the baby hormones. Ugh. Do you know what I mean? She Maybe just was like, <gasps> wow. Is that, do you think that's why she put that weird ass scene with Rysand and the baby? Yeah, she because she was like, be so romantic. Pregnant. Maybe. She's like, oh my God, I wish I could do this with my husband. Ew. Ew. Stop self inserting, Sarah J. Mass. We'll, oh talk, we'll talk about the quote again. Fucking we talked stop. about it last episode, but okay. we'll mention it again. Jeez, okay. for good measure. So yeah, Asriel is going for his BB Elaine. He's like, I don't even know. Okay, so after dinner, Favor and Rice find Nesta at the seediest pub in Polaris. Slay. <laughs> slay. slay. Nesta and she's slay. literally minding her own business, and they're like, no, and drag her out, I right? Know. Yeah, this is so like, fucked up. So, yeah, Sometimes fair- you need to go drink a Guinness at a seedy pub. Yeah, you're right, Queen. Farrah walks in and dismisses the young males who are playing card game with Nesta. So, th- yeah, her suitors... Yeah. Yeah. Vera asks Nesta to spend the holiday with them. Nesta refuses. Vera points out to their f- points out that their father would want them all together. Ugh, that's bad. That's a rough move. This I'm upsets Nesta and she tells Farah to leave. While Farah is leaving, Nesta reminds her that her rent is due soon. Farah says she'll make sure it's delivered if Nesta comes to spend the winter solstice with them. So there's two things here. So Nesta's using Rice Hand's money pretty much, right? Yeah. 
I guess it's Arisian's and Feyre's money because they're draining that. She's draining that bank account. She is draining that bank account. I don't know. I don't think it's right that she should force her to go to this thing, but I don't know. There's like. I don't know. How do you guys feel about that? I don't know. I think that Rysan is so fucking rich. Exactly. Like, who cares? It doesn't make a dent in. It doesn't even, yeah. And I know yeah. that they said that they has. Money all the time. They have mentioned that, like, Rysan has offered Nesta jobs and, like, so whatever. She's living off this money for free. Why are we not talking about Elaine? What's Elaine fucking doing? Like, she is, she's, the, she's the what? She's the housemaiden, but she like. She makes bread. She makes bread. She's <laughs> the housemaiden, but she doesn't have a job. And you and know so... what I feel like it is? It's because Elaine is like having an acceptable trauma response. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, she's not angry. She's not she's going just, out getting drunk and like she's just fucking random men. She's just like a shell of a person. And they're yeah. like, oh, you know, that's fine. Like, you can do that. We're not going to be mad about that, but we're going to be mad about how Nesta's dealing with it. They're like, you Double can fucking be, standard. They're like, you can be upset and you can have trauma, but we don't want to have to deal with it. Like, we don't want to yeah. look at it. Elaine. It needs to be in the right way. Elaine bottles it up like a, like she should. Nesta, yeah. <laughs> how dare you express your emotions and want to be left alone and not want to deal with a close knit group of friends what that you're not part of yeah but they want you to be there and what be an outsider in this group Mm -hmm. like that's awkward nobody wants to go to a party with like yeah like close friends and you're not close with them that's like awkward nobody wants to do that it's like that group of friends who they've been friends since like the second they were born yes and then you're you're like hi and it's just it's just the dynamic it's a difficult one. Not great. And that's so fucked up that Fair is like <laughs> Lena's laughing at me. Fair is like our personal our dad would want you to like what the hell, Farrah? What happened oh, to that saintly behavior? It's gone I know. now. I know. She's gonna like pull out the freaking guilt card yeah. right after the dad died. I know. That's it's so bumped up. Like he's dead. He doesn't want anything. Oh yeah, he he's doesn't dead. have an opinion. He's gone. Like, I know. But, yeah, it's not right. Also, would the dad want that like the dad did not care that much about the f- family yeah, so the like, dad didn't really give a shit either way the dad gave a shit for about two minutes in the end i know and then he fucking died so that was his redemption arc yeah and it was pretty yeah. bad so so farah goes to amarin because amarin and nessa were like kind of friends right mm-hmm. i mean the closest that nessa yeah. had i guess that they're pretty close i feel like they were like they they were friendly i feel like amarin was the one of the only ones who like could tolerate nesta's like bullshit like, not bullshit, but, like, her bitchiness. Yeah. Because Amarin just kind of, like, saw it in the way that it fre- reflected in herself. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. So, Farrah goes to Amarin to talk about Nesta. As it turns out, Nesta and Amarin are quite close. Farrah asks what's wrong with her sister, but Amarin refuses to talk about it, as that would betray Nesta's trust. Farrah just asks Amarin to tell Nesta the next time she sees her that Farrah and Elaine would both be very happy if Nesta came to celebrate them. You know, my mommy issues just got triggered by that. The, the like, uh, like I'd be so happy. Yeah. You know, if you like did this for me, type situation, which yeah. doesn't make them happy, makes the anyways. Yeah. So the winter solstice arrives. Fair wakes up to. Oh wait, can I say one more thing about yes, the nest? The thing I found the quote, and Armin says. Armin. Armin. <laughs> Every God. time. Every Amarin. God damn. Sorry, guys. Okay, Amarin, you know, Farrah's like, she's talked to you. Can you blah, blah, blah? Like, and Amarin says, I will not betray her uh, confidence. Wait, confidence? Is that the right yeah, word? Yeah. Okay, confidence. Yeah. Um, 
Armin says, give her time, give her space, Armin. give her... Armin, god damn, sorry guys. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, I don't know Armin why. I'm just like, I think I'm dyslexic because I mix up letters and numbers. Okay, give her time, give her space, give her the opportunity to sort through this on her own. And Farah says, it's been months. And Amron says, she's an immortal. Months are inconsequential. Oh my god, I can't talk. Inconsequential. There we yeah. go. Thank you. I mean, it's so real. And she says... Uh, Farrah says she's refused to come home for solstice. Elaine will be heartbroken if she doesn't. Elaine or you? Both. Basically, Farrah says to Amron, can you tell Nesta we'd really appreciate it if she'd come to dinner. And Amron's like, I will make no promises, girl. Which is slay of and then drop Amron. Because is- Farrah is really overstepping mm-hmm. a boundary and Amron's like, no, bitch, you need to step back. And exactly what we said she's immortal like a couple months is like nothing so yeah give her some time even if she's not immortal yeah i know i know <laughs> <Even> if, <honestly. laughs> it's like it's, it would be like if your dad died in like let's see october and then december oh, rolls around they were it. like get over it it's been two I months know, that's it's so insane. crazy it's crazy i know it really is okay yeah so the winter solstice arrives Farrah wakes up to three birthday presents from Rice, a sketchbook, a scarf, and a satchel for um, her art supplies. The couple goes downstairs for breakfast, but before they can eat, Rice is whisked away by Azriel and Cassian as a part of some solstice tradition, the freaking snowball fight. Oh, that was, like, so weird. I know. So weird. Oh, that was so weird. Uh, once- <laughs> Aw, <laughs> so fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> Once they leave, Elaine comes out from the kitchen, having prepared many treats for dinner that night. Right when Elaine asks Farah if she has heard from Nesta, someone knocks on the door. Elaine opens it, expecting to be Nesta, and it's Lucian, her mate, instead. Oh, God. When Lucian comes in, it's awkward, obviously, between him and Elaine. She excuses herself to prepare him some tea while Farrah asks Lucian to... She's always just, like, whisking herself away to do yeah. something. And like, <laughs> always like, oh, I actually gotta go another room. Actually, um, <laughs> bread, tea, bread. Um, <laughs> Elaine's too polite. Instead of just being like, Lucian, back the fuck off. She's yeah. like, let me go get you some tea. Yeah. <laughs> She's just a really good hostess. <laughs> she really also, is. Also, this book is, like, so, like, Rhysand and Cassian, and they're all just such deep-rooted feminists. They're like, a woman's place is not in the kitchen and then elaine's like the perfect housewife i know i know but it's on her own volition you know you know that's that's her right um so yeah she makes some tea while fair asks lucian to live with them fair is like fucking stirring the pot she really is like god damn like okay i get i'm a lucian apologist Mm -hmm. i love him i love his character i think his backstory is so interesting and so sad mm-hmm. but like i don't feel like lucian even wants to be a part of the inner circle no he in doesn't. this way like he's Elaine's in it right and he's been off with vasa and like um the phoenix lady and like you know and i feel like he's like forming his own like family relationships and i just don't feel like He's gonna fit in this inner circle, and like Farah feels like I don't know. I feel like she's kind of like forcing it. I know. And then also, I hate how Farah when Lucian shows up, um, and he talks about like his mortal friends or whatever, like Vasa and I forget who the other 
Is it fucking Jurian? Yeah, the it friends. is Jurian. Oh my god. And Pharaoh's like, oh, what do they call themselves? Like Pharaoh's making fun of them. They called themselves like the misfit misfit people or whatever remember what? i don't know and I'm i like, don't know if you literally call yourselves the inner circle i don't know if this part Shut the fuck is up. in this book yet because that's like i know it's referred in silver flames Ugh, am that I jumping lucian ahead? like maybe because i think in this it's saying that farah offers to like have lucian move in because lucian has been exiled from the autumn court again and Tamlin wants to live in solitude. Also, oh sorry. No, look, 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 look. Oh, oh I'm ahead. reading the wiki. Pharaoh becomes offended by this and insults Lucian, Lucian's oh, okay. friends as well as the name they chose for themselves. <gasps> oh shit! That because is she's book. like, because because when Pharaoh asks it. her, no, when Pharaoh asks Lucian to move in, he's like, no, girl, I got my like friends Vasa and Jurian, and um, then Pharaoh's like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Oh and it's God. honestly so ridiculous that Feyre gives like she gives like mean girl energy in this scene. She's giving like a like, chip on her shoulder. Stop. Like you literally just became Faye. Also, yeah, down. like you're making fun of someone for doing the same exact fucking thing that you do. Yeah. Also, I just don't Shut like up. how Pharaoh's like Lucian move in when like obviously Elena's like so uncomfortable by Lucian. It's just like Pharaoh's just not doing good sister moves right now. Left no. and right. Farrah in this book was annoying, dude. I know. More annoying than in the past. Way more annoying. Yeah. Lucian is obviously against it, preferring to stay with Jurian and Vasa, who he's become friends with. Farrah becomes offended by this and insults Lucian's friends, as well as the name they chose for themselves. Lucian then explains <laughs> he's in exile twice over now since being disowned by his family and Farrah, uh, ruining his standing at the Spring Court. True. Since yep. Rice last since Rice's last visit, where he especially was a cruel to Tamlin with his words, Tamlin has decided he wishes to remain in solitude. After pointing out Rice has gone too far, considering he might still need Tamlin as an ally in the future, Lucian leaves. I think that Lucian may be the most level headed person in this series. Oh, like for sure. Even though he you know, he I don't even think he's overstepping a boundary with Elaine because he's he's giving her space. He wants to be near her because that's like no, he's been he's drawn to her, but he's not like overstepping it. Mm-mm. And you know, I don't know. He seems to be the only one rooted in reality. He in this is. Book. He's yeah. literally the only one with an an ounce of common sense. I feel like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's like maybe you shouldn't call somebody pathetic when you might need them as an ally. Yeah, and maybe exactly. you shouldn't show up to somebody's house and call them pathetic in the first place. Yeah, when they're mourning. Yeah, but I do. Re- I I feel like the mating bond makes him like so on edge about Farah. Like because yeah. Elaine is her sister. No, just like no, Tamlin being mad about Tamlin. Yeah, Reese needs to take it down wait, a notch. Wait, Lucian is mad at his mating bond with Elaine. No, I was just saying. I think why Rice was so mean to Tamlin is because like he just like. So oh, protective of oh, Feyre. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. I'm sorry, I was getting confused. No, it's okay. So after giving Farah and Elaine their gifts, Lucian leaves, and then Farah, being overstepping boundaries again, goes to Elaine and asks why she never wants to be near Lucian. And Elaine explains she doesn't want anyone right now. I mean, it says that Farah respects her decision, but why even ask in the first place? Like she literally, again, two months ago was engaged to somebody, I know. and now so she fucking crazy. Her fiance was like, "Ew, you're disgusting. You're sexy now, and I don't like that." 
and <laughs> you're beautiful. Yeah. And you're I hate beautiful it. and like you really yeah. long, sexy legs. And anyway, um, so why does Farah even? Why is Farah like? Why don't you want to be with yeah. Lucian? Farah's fucking nosy, dude. Get I feel oh, like ever she's... since her and Rysand, like they're all like domestic now. She's like, I need to be in everyone else's business now. She's giving because me... I have no business on my own. She's bored. Yeah, Honestly, she is. Rice and Farah give like the matriarch and patriarch of the family vibes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're like they act like they're like the godfather of the inner circle. Yeah, like they know everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's kind of, I'm gonna play like, matchmaker. It is like that. I know. I don't really like that dynamic that much. I don't either. I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm not a huge fan of how fucking maybe annoying Farah gets. Now that we're discussing, I'm like, maybe I hate this book, Jordan. Getting through this book was, you know, like it, I didn't I, mind I didn't, it. At I the didn't time. enjoy it. It wasn't horrendous, but mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, just, this is a sh- like a long short book." Somebody, I I watched a really funny review, and somebody called this a court of should not have been written. Oh my god! <laughs> Literally, what was Lucian's gift to uh to Elaine? Oh, it was something sweet. I'm sure it was. I just don't remember. Uh, I have no idea. So, anyways, um, they. Farah finds more and more brings Farah to the cabin where the tradition that Castrian, Israel, and Rice take part in every year a snowball fight. So weird to me. More and Farah go see them fighting with snowballs. After an hour, the three friends enter the cabin, Azrael declaring himself the winner. This would be his 199th victory. After the snowball fighting, the three go to the shed next to the house to make a sauna, another tradition of theirs. This was like kind of cringy but kind of cute i guess yeah it, it was like people on tiktok love this for some reason i see really? so many weird videos that. about the snowball fight people i think it's like are it, crazy it's i mean the way in which they were like little boys together like they grew up together and were like yeah. brothers i think is sweet because then like they were able to keep a little bit of that innocence as they grew up but like it's not like crazy. Like I, I don't know why people really kind of smut make right it. now. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Dolly. I just saw Fry's hands clamped on the back of my thighs. <laughs> wow, are you reading the mind sex part, Jordan? Jordan's off in her own know. world Maybe right now. I don't know. I'm sorry, Dahlia. <laughs> sorry, I'm listening. No, this is no, only page ninety-two out of like three hundred. I just saw smut. Wow. Let's just brain. skip to all the smut. Fuck the rest. There is like only one. Honestly, smut scene. nothing. Oh, so I know. Can we like go through this faster? <laughs> yes. Sorry, guys. Okay. This <laughs> episode's really boring. I will say the only other interesting part of this book is that Nesta does show up. And then she gets oh into God. a tussle with a couple of people. Um, let's see. She gets into a tussle? Like, so well, not an actual tussle, up. but okay. Everyone is eventually able to settle in after Nesta's entrance. They exchange gifts from gloves to paintings, jewels to medication for headaches. What? They all, <laughs> they're all satisfied with don't, their don't, gifts. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> 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 That'd be me. Please. Yeah, ibuprofen <laughs> as a fucking gift. So Dude, basically, like... Nesta sh- shows up reluctantly. She gets up to leave, but Farah offers her to check that. What? Oh, Farah offers her the check that had been promised. Basically, she bribed her. She basically was like, "If you don't show up, I'm not going to pay your rent. You broke, bitch." <laughs> and so, you know, Farah's like, "Here's your, here's your money." And then Farah hopes Nesta will tear it up, but Nesta takes the check and leaves instead. Bitch, you what? gave her a check, and then 
How would she pay her rent if she tore it up? Literally, she doesn't have a job. That is crazy. She's like, you know what? I gave this to you, but like, it was a test. (laughs) Yeah, literally, it's like it was a secret fucking test, and I didn't know about it. It's fucked up to trust somebody. Also, just saying. So then Cassian insists on walking Nesta home, and then oh, this part was so sad when 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 he 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 tries to give her a gift. And she basically is like, no, I don't want anything from you. She's get like, away from I me. I can't take it. Like, I can't handle you giving me a gift. But honestly, again, she's mourning. She has PTSD. And I yeah. read that chapter and Cassian was being like weirdly douchey. So I don't really, Let's I'm not really on Cassian's side. Wait, hold side. on. What smut is this? It's not smut. <laughs> it is smut. Oh my God, you're talking about the scene I'm talking about. <laughs> like, no. No, I'm reading smut so, right 94. now. Go to page 94 in your book. Everybody, this is a read-along. Just kidding. No, we're going to talk about the Cassian <laughs> thing. this is a read-along. You go to that part. I'll go to the Cassian-Nesta part. I remember being so pissed off at Nesta because, not even because she didn't take the gift, but I want to know what the fuck the gift was. I thought it was a necklace or I something, thought it was right? a ring. Um, I don't think... He asks her to I, I marry him. I don't know. I, I don't remember knowing what it was. Maybe I'm wrong, though. Oh my because gosh. it wasn't a necklace because that that's a bonus chapter, this remember? This isn't fucking smut, whatever I'm reading. It's probably different because it's on the... I know. Jordan, go back to your smut. Oh no, what? Okay, you, you I'll go back in it. one second. I want to talk about this really quick, but actually, okay. you know I what? Can, talk, can I do the mind sex? It's the most exciting of part of this whole book. Uh, yeah, which... Oh and yeah, that was interesting. I did not like that part. Dude, where did no this No one likes go? the mind sex, apparently. Fuck the mind sex. Where in the hell did yeah, this Yeah, we'll probably go? have to cut this because this is oh stupid. God. Yeah, we're looking. Sorry, so guys. dark in here. I'm gonna Dude, have to... where did this go? Oh, yeah. I like this part. <laughs> <laughs> can I read the smut? Wait, can we talk about the Cassian Oh, thing? sorry. Okay. Just first, sorry. Oh my god, but I don't know where it went. I literally just had it. It had back of the thighs if you want to write that in. Oh, no, not <laughs> no, that. not the smut, bitch. <laughs> Jesus. I'm trying to find the Nesta gift giving part. Sorry. Shit, where did that go? It was literally right here. Hold on. We're gonna I'm just gonna cut this whole part, but did you look up Nesta gift? Or I need to look up like a specific phrasing. I know she bridge. Said, they were on the bridge. He like throws it into the Sidra River. Oh, how the hell do you spell Sidra? S I D R A. Oh, okay. This oh, it was all in one chapter. I see. Okay, so this is interesting, and I really think you know, hearing about it, I was like, oh, that's so mean of Nesta. But honestly, Cassian was being kind of a douche. So basically, he's like, oh, I have your solstice present, and she says, I don't want one, and he says, you'll want this one, and she says. I don't want anything from you. And then he says, you sure about that, sweetheart? Which is Ew. just kind of like that was douchey weird. to Why, say. When in the hell did Cassian ever say sweetheart before? I know. I don't know. Care 
This is the this is the baby coming out. The baby wrote that. Okay. (laughs) The baby may have written this. I like the little (laughs) flashback it does though. And she says, I've made my thoughts clear enough on what I want from you because she's being very like cold. She doesn't she's not interested right now. And he says, I'm tired of playing these bullshit games. And she said, I'm not. Well, everyone else is. Perhaps perhaps you can find it in yourself to try a little harder this year. Just so fucking rude. And she said, try. I know that's a foreign word to you. Oh. Everybody's being so rude to her. Dude, that I mean, okay, would... this seems kind of fair, though, because there was, like, this declaration of love, and, like, it seems very mutual. Yeah, and now... but he was dying. Like, she just said that because he... she was being cold, basically, up to the point where she... he was dying. And then, yes, she said something. But Cassian's confused. I'd be confused, he too. is confused, but she's mourning. Her dad just got... No, I just feel like the way... Way... Okay, like, that part, like you could try a little harder and she goes try and he's like i know it's a foreign word to you bro that would send me off i know she oh, said like, oh, shut up like that i, I know feel like, so annoying i feel like the way in which they interacted like he was just pushing her further away I agree. and she was pushing him further away like sergey mass loves that like miscommunication trope and it really kind of pisses me off sometimes and i feel like that's like just like, they just, like, can't, like, have, like, a fucking conversation. They just have to, like, do this weird, like, banter. I know. And then she says, why should I have to try to do anything? I was dragged into this world of yours, this court. And then he says, then go somewhere else. Perhaps I will. Be sure to write. <laughs> you could at least Damn. come to live at the house. And she said, stop. Stop following me. Stop trying to haul me into your happy little circle. Stop doing all of it. Your sisters love you. I can't for the life of me understand why, but they do. That's so fucking rude. If you can't be bothered to try for my happy little circle's sake, then at least try for them. And she says, go home, Cassian. And then he like tries to grab her hand and she's like, he's like, talk to me, Nesta, tell me. And then she pulls herself away and then she leaves and then Cassian throws the present into the river. I don't like this interaction. I find this very like it's not great i don't saying like i don't know why your sisters love you yeah that's that's i know nesta's not the best person but like that is very harsh no it's really for like someone that you're supposed to be in love with and like you love like being a douche she's like come on baby i know you want me it's like whoa bro like leave me alone she he's like forcing himself on her and she's like get away from me and he's like you're such a bitch that's literally what happens he's like you're not even pretty anyway yeah he's like actually i know i just called you sweetheart but nobody loves you and you you could try a little harder i feel like i feel like he was just so in the wrong like yeah with the way that he was trying to reach her Mm -hmm. like dude like i know you're you're hurt that she doesn't reciprocate the feelings or she won't let herself reciprocate the feelings but like you're not helping the situation by like just dogging on her like that oh yeah it's like, awful let's let's get better communication skills mm-hmm. let's start that let's let's do that and then in going forward guys yeah come on yeah i don't know how i feel about that interaction it's not great it's really not great no anyway, the, Anyways. the last entertaining part of this book well and is then the mindset there was a conversation between nesta and amarin where like they stopped being friends basically oh yeah nesta I, or amarin's like basically kind of like get your shit together right 
and again everybody's like forcing trying to force nesta to move on before she's ready i didn't i don't know where that part is but we won't go into it but basically another another situation where somebody's like why aren't you better why are you acting like this and nesta's like i'm literally traumatized leave me alone and people are like that's such a bitch move of you to want to be by yourself when you're dealing with trauma just get over it anyway and then the mind sex which is the uh, last Jesus Christ. interesting part of the Is this the same book. time that he sends the picture of the yes. baby? Whoa, what? she sends it. Or she, she it's sends at the it. end. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're right. Lena's oh, going to go the over the smut. Scene? Guys, fucking buckle Guys, your seatbelts. I'm just going to read this whole thing. Okay. This is crazy. I'm ready. We'll we'll end the book. We'll, we'll end the episode on a high, low note. <laughs> okay. I opened my eyes long enough to peer down to where I could see him joined with me, moving so achingly slow in and out of me. (laughs) Sorry, every time I read it out loud, it's so funny. (laughs) Do you want me to read it? Yeah, you read it. I think I can't do this one. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Do you need my phone light? I got my phone light. Do you want to read it on the computer? Wait, read the whole oh, thing. Jesus <laughs> Christ. What, what chapter? What chapter? The whole thing? It's, it's chapter 22. All right. Lena gave up, oh. so now I'm oh. reading the mind sex. Um, that sex destroyed me. The sex yeah. destroyed me. Sex utterly ruined me. Jesus. Wow, what, Wait, what Any lingering scrap of my soul that hadn't already belonged to her had unconditionally surrendered last night. Wow. Wow. I'm trying to be on that level. <laughs> Raven took notes. Raven. Okay, um, is your little blue sticky mark where you're going to start? <laughs> yeah. How long are you going to read it for? Read to the pink. Jesus fucking Christ. Wait, I think. Hold on. Yeah, just read it all. Okay, <laughs> under Lena's Smart brand. Smart Corner. Smart Corner featuring me. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> the clearing throat. <laughs> okay. Do you like watching? He breathed. Watching me move in you. In answer, beyond words, I shot my mind down the bridge between us, brushing against his adamant shields. He let me in instantly, mind to mind and soul to soul. Oh, yes. And then I was looking through his eyes, looking down at me as he gripped my hips and thrust. He purred. Look at how I fuck you, Farah. Jesus Christ. Gods was my only answer. Mind you, they're saying this in their mind. Mental hands ran along my mind, my soul. Look at how perfectly we fit. My fleshed body was arched against the wall, perfect indeed for receiving him, for taking every inch of him. Do you see why I can't stop thinking of you, of this? Again, he withdrew and dove in. And I re- <laughs> Stop, you're making me break my fucking dove <laughs> Dolphin is so crazy. I'm about to dive in. You guys know that song? Yes, of course. And release the damper on his power. Stars flickered around us, sweet darkness sweeping in, as if we were the only souls in a galaxy. And still, Rice remained before me, my legs wrapped around his waist. I brushed my mental hand down down him and breathed. Can you fuck me in here too? In the mind? Yeah, bitch, in the mind. That wicked delight faltered, went silent. The stars and darkness paused, too. 
Then undiluted, utter predator answered, it would be my pleasure. And then I didn't have the words for what happened. And then they literally fucked in their minds. Insane. Yeah. Like their minds. You want me to take fuck. over? Girl, they also, do it. like, I can't remember. They conceived too. Okay, well, I'll read Okay, the yeah, rest, you guys. do it. You do it. He gave me everything I wanted the unleashed pounding of him inside my body, yes! the unrelenting thrust and yes! filling the, the unleashed pounding. <laughs> filling and slap of skin on skin, the slam Jesus. of our bodies against wood. Where are they? On a table? On the bed, I guess. Uh, wood? What the hell kind of bed is this? Okay. <laughs> Night singing all around us, stars sweeping by like snow. And then there was us, mind to mind, laying out on that bridge between our souls. We had no bodies here, but I felt him as he seduced me, his dark power wrapping around mine, licking at my flame, sucking on my eyes, scraping claws on against her eyes. Wait, <laughs> sucking on her eyes? Yeah. On her eyes? Licking at my flame, sucking on my eyes. Oh, ice. 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 Eyeballs. No ice. I was like, that, he needs to go to jail. <laughs> sucking on her eyes? But what's ice, though? That man needs to go to jail. Lip, like, licking at my flame, sucking on my ice. That's her, so weird. She's like the five elements. That's so fucking <laughs> Scraping that's so claws fucking against weird. my so own. stupid. That's so weird. And I the felt fuck is para? para? <laughs> Never mind. Dude. Para? Para. Who the fuck is para? Okay. Sarah I'm J. Mass maybe should not write smut. I'm just saying. I'm, oh my God. No. What? Some of it's Don't. good. Some the of it's bad. The baby shouldn't Don't. write smut. The baby wrote this, Can guys. you Jordan just said that? The, it wasn't some her. scenes are good. Some scenes are not so good. It wasn't her. She, she, she just, she be, she be throwing this. in elements into these sex scenes. It's literally, she's literally, they're, they're like magic people. It, it, it's too much. It's no, not it's right with what, what she's doing. I feel like it's distracting from the. Wait, hold on. Sucking on my eyes. Is this the part? Ice. <laughs> I know, but oh. I can't stop thinking about I that. I know, me too. Is this the part where he was like, "If are you ready to like make a baby?" Pretty much. I don't know. Yeah, okay, we'll you keep know reading. What? Yeah, I that felt him as his power blended with mine, ebbing and flowing in and out until my magic lashed out, latching onto him. Both of us raging and burning together, all while he moved in me, relentless and driving as the sea. Over and over, power and flesh and soul until I think I was screaming, until I think he was roaring and my mortal body clenched around him, shattering. Then I shattered. Everything I was rupturing into stars and galaxy and comets, nothing but pure shining joy. Reese held me, enveloped, enveloped me, his darkness absorbing the light that sparkled and blasted, keeping me whole, keeping me together. And when my mind could form words, when I could feel, could again feel his essence around me, his body still moving in my own. I sent him that image one last time into the darkness <gasps> in stars. My gift, perhaps oh. our gift one day. Oh. Reese spilled into me with Ew, a roar, spilled. his wings splaying Ew. wide. And in our minds down that bond, <laughs> his magic erupted, his soul washing over mine, filling every crack and pit so that there was not part of me that was not full of him, brimming with his dark, glorious essence and undimming love. He remained buried in me, buried in me, leaning heavily against the wall as he panted against my neck farah 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 he was shaking we both were i worked up the presence of mine to crack open his eyes Jesus. his face was wrecked stunned his mouth remained partially open as he gaped at me the glow glow still radiating from my skin bright against the starkest shadows along his for a long moment we only stared breathed and then reese glanced alongside towards the rest of the room towards what we'd done a sly smile formed on his <laughs> lips as we took in the pictures that had indeed come off the wall their frames cracked on the door a vase atop a nearby side table had even been 
knocked to the ground, sh shattered into little blue pieces. Reese kissed b beneath my ear. That'll come out of your salary, you know. I whipped my head to him and released my grip on his shoulders to flick his nose. He laughed, brushing his lips against my temple. But I started. I stared at the marks I'd left on his skin already fading. Stared at the tattoos across his chest, his arms. Even an immortal lifetime of painting wouldn't be enough to capture every facet of him, of us. I lifted my eyes to his again and found stars and darkness awaiting, or waiting. Found home waiting. Never enough. Not to paint him, know him. Eons would never be enough for all I wanted to do, see with him, for all I wanted to love him. The painting shown before me. <laughs> Night, triumphant. And the stars internal. I hate that she like will just be going through life and she'll be like, mm, I'm going to name this painting this. <laughs> so <laughs> lame. <laughs> okay. I just wanna, like, oh, okay. This like is the part. So I know. I hate it. Oh, wait. Okay. This is from an artist perspective. Shit. So maybe I, it's, it's not it's, lame. Sorry. It, it's. I don't like that she's like. interesting perspective. They just fucked and have. she's like, mm, I'm going to call this the night triumphant yeah. and the stars eternal. That's the, crazy. Yeah. No, okay. the, coming out with a name for it just automatically is a little, yeah, it's a little crazy. Okay. This me. is the, this is the bad part. Do it again. I breathed my vo voice hoarse. Rise knew, Reese knew what I meant and I'd never been so glad for a fey mate when he hardened again a heartbeat later, lowered me to the floor and flipped me onto my stomach, then plunged deep into me with a growing purr. Okay, and, I like that. And even when <laughs> I mean that part's good, but hey, and even and even when we eventually <laughs> like, collapsed on the rug, barely avoiding the broken pictures and vase shard or vase shards, unable to move for a good long while, that image of my gift remained between us, shimmering as bright as us any star. <laughs> that beautiful blue-eyed, dark-haired boy that the bone carver had once shown me, the promise of the future. So that was the gift that she gave what him in earlier. The fuck? He spilled so, into her at the idea of their son. I know. Yeah. That oh, no. needs to... You and need, then you're fucked. going to fucking jail. And you're going to jail. And then they fucked again to the image. Yeah, you're again. You're going to jail. So going back. The police are coming for you. They're whoop, knocking on whoop. the door. It's the sound of the police. They're knocking the door down. I know. I sent him that image one last time into the dark and stars. My gift. Perhaps our gift. One day spilled into me with a roar and then into me. So it reveals what the gift was so i think before this uh this sex scene pharaoh was talking about like they want like it was time for them to make a baby which is honestly like okay do you guys remember when pharaoh is like they were talking about like how it's rare to conceive like a fey baby or whatever and pharaoh's like we have so much time like i want to live my life first and then all of a sudden they get pregnant I don't know. I'm not anti it because I'm like, it, it you know, it is kind of sweet. Like, it's like they want to have this family. But I'm just like, why did Sarah J. Mask write that in if later she's just going to change her mind? What's the reason for that? No, I don't know. It's also the inconsistency is annoying. It's also revealed in this chapter that all the dresses that Reese has been I ripping see. off her and fucking her in her his mom actually made all of the dresses so that's interesting oh, i thought that was kind of sweet, sweet i mean it it's a little bit like i don't know like if he was a little boy and her mom is like sewing these dresses for her like one his like one day like future wife that is sweet it's it's sweet it's it's weird because i feel like he's little like why are you thinking about that 
but oh, I liked it. It is sweet too. Before they had sex, he was like, "Do you want it to begin at the wall or finish there?" Love that. Huh. Yep. Well, that was. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, shoot. They're talking about like. He's like, "You sure?" He like they were talking about like wanting to conceive that night. And she's like, it could take years. And she's like, I can be patient. I can try to be patient. Shall we begin tonight, mate? My toes curled. That was the plan. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. What else is there to this book? Mm. Well, basically, the only thing that's left is when Rice goes to the spring court to see Tamlin again. And Tamlin's, (laughs) like, eating that, like, dead elk at the table. (laughs) Like, literally feral fucking That's beast. so like, weird. <laughs> so weird. And then Tamlin has, like, this weird moment. He's like, do you think Feyre will forgive me? And Tam- <laughs> and Rysan's like, I don't know, bro. Like, I'm not Feyre. And, like, also, you never even said sorry. And Tamlin's like, oh, it wouldn't even make a difference anyways. Like, he's just being a little bitch boy. And then basically Rice leaves and the fucking story's over. It's so weird. Wow. Going so back, weird. I was reading about it, and like it literally was her showing him the image of the baby that got him like riled up. Wait, like you were beginning? saying, like she showed him the picture of the baby, and then he was like, <gasps> "Yeah, that's oh. should we literally, fuck?" He climaxed. No, I know, but before that, oh yeah, that's how this all started. She was like, "I have one last solstice gift to show you." Because it was you. her last gift. And then she showed him, and then he's like, let's start fucking right now. (laughs) You know what? Let's get a head start on this. He's like, you know what? Seeing that unborn child made me want to. Oh, my God. This is cursed. That's horrible. This should have been left in the drafts. This was the court of should not have been written. I just kind of wish. Okay, I feel like it would have been normal if he saw that gift and he was like, start crying or something. Yeah. Yeah, Why did we then? Why are you getting horny? Why is that your default reaction? And then like after that, a couple of days he's like you know what after that like i would love to like conceive let's yeah. do it that would have been a normal or they could have so just talked weird. about it and been like oh yeah like if you cried and he's like yeah i want to have a baby and she's like me too and then they fuck that and then been they fine fuck. that could have been fine yeah but don't fuck with the image of the baby in your mind yeah that don't is so into her with the that image of the baby so in your mind disturbing it's disturbing i, I feel know. like sarah disturbing. j mass was trying to like self-insert herself and if that That's is her weird. kink, I'm so fucking scared. Yeah. Sarah J. Mass, like, you need to talking about gather. her, like, her and her unborn baby. Well, like this. She, she put it out there in the world yeah. for us to. I know. I know. Fucking consume. I just have a soft spot for pregnant women. I mean, well, yeah. Like, we're not actually, like, <laughs> shitting on her. I mean, I think she has questionable choices. She does. In her writing in this book, for yeah, sure. And I think I mean, maybe her unborn baby maybe made some of the lead decisions in this book (laughs) i know well the ending of this book is sweet they're like i don't know they're mind talking to each other and enough with the mind he says to the stars who listen farah and then she says to the dreams that are answered okay that is cute i love and then it's the end of the book oh what's not to love that's cute yeah, there's more. I, I didn't. I don't know what's Anyways, going on. But um, what did I, what did you guys rate this on Goodreads? I don't even know. I think I rated it. I you know what? I think I rated it a two star, and then I went back and I changed it to a three. I'm you know pretty, why I, I changed I'm it? I'm sure three? I gave it a five. 
Oh my god, you're so crazy. I wow. know. I was Let just like I was just like so How do you feel the, now? I was so in the depths. I'd probably give it a three. I rated it. What the hell? Why do I not have this written? I now? gave it a four. I'd give it oh, a three now. You're crazy. <laughs> what? <laughs> four stars. Four I'd stars. Probably give we it a three. Shit. Guys, I was like so in the throes of it. I was like, I don't even care. I, I think <laughs> again, going back like, to what I was great. saying, this was like a kind of a turning point in a negative way for this book series for me. I feel like there's a shift in the characters at this point where characters who used to be sympathetic and like understanding have now become not pieces so of shit. Yeah, basically pieces <laughs> of shit. Like people start acting weird in this book and like we'll talk about it more in the next book at least. I just feel like there's a change in a lot of characters' personalities in a negative way and I'm like what happened to the sympathetic person and now they're they're being very not understanding and just kind of weird i don't know but anyway yeah i definitely felt that too i don't Especially know just like in a, the next book yeah well yeah the next book is is very interesting to see the different perspective yeah we'll we'll talk about it next time so that was our episode a court of miss or a court of frost and starlight <laughs> she doesn't know because she didn't read it. i don't know i did not read it i will not read it sorry good well maybe one day no you basically well, read it at this point I, I basically did i i read a little bit you've read it. anything notable you know yeah. about the baby you know about the Oof. sky sex yeah what, the what mention of the there? sky yeah. sex okay anyway come back next time to watch our podcast episode on a court of silver flames Woo! it was gonna be long since the that's longest gonna one. Be a smutty Dude, one that book is like 750 pages it's i know long, so we're gonna go ham yeah it's gonna ham, take forever ham and it's gonna turkey. be laying a smut mm-hmm. corner the whole time oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah i have so much get to ready say guys about this smut stick is crazy Dude, so yeah if you haven't read it read it now before the episode comes out so yeah you have a week or two weeks yeah two weeks so start reading now okay right, goodbye bye guys bye.